Hello, Rundown Nation. This is the College Football Rundown. I'm Woj. And I'm Walt. And we're to Championship Week. How about it, boys and girls? Incredible, Woj. Incredible. It seems like just yesterday we were opening the season, and now things are going to be decided in just a few days, depending when you're listening to our episode. Yeah, hectic week here. You got the College Championship Games. You got the transfer portal opening up on the 5th. You have the bowl games being announced on the 4th. Uh, it is going to be a wild ride here for the next uh, week, two weeks. Uh, a lot of jogging for positions in the coaching world. Uh, all sorts of goodies and news coming from college football. Wall. Not short of excitement, won't you? Not short of excitement, but that is college football. <laughs> That's what we come to love. It is. It is. All right. So last week we had our final week of the DraftKings League. Uh, Walrus 67 was leading and turns out he won again. So uh, Walrus 67 won last week with 172.12, uh, which made him the uh, winner of the average placement. JM Doof was came in second uh, with a 2.25 average. Walrus had a 1.625 average, which is incredible. Uh, well, well done there. And then he also won the best eight week point uh, by quite a bit. Walrus 67 finished with uh, 1435. JM Doof in second with 1315. And then the next one, I think, was you, uh, uh, Wall, at 12 something. So there are a big discrepancy in the, in the overall points. Uh, Walrus stayed consistent. You always talked about how do you, he stayed consistent. Incredible, Woj. A few weeks ago, I told you, more than a few weeks ago, probably six weeks ago. Watch out for this guy, Woj. He's the man. He gets some wins. And I'm glad to see you. I heard you say it on air. I am up there on the podium, Woj. I'm on the podium. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took third for average, average placement tied with story, and you took third by yourself for uh, uh, best week average points. Um, that means Walrus is getting his free uh, month to SBI wall, which is exciting. We'll have to get that information over to him. Uh, he uh, took the Western Kentucky duo read the quarterback and Corley, the wide receiver, 15 K got him 78.3 points, 192 per point. I would like to say that I also took that combo. Just, just saying, just saying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did finish second and JM Doof did finish third this week. I know uh, JM Doof was jogging for that position to try to get the, uh, the win, but uh, didn't end up happening, but good year all together for the rundown league. Thanks for everybody that played. Uh, hopefully we can uh, get it going again next year uh, and maybe even add some sort of thing with the NCAA football game coming out. That'd be kind of cool if we can try to mix in something with that. That would be that would be pretty neat. Well, Woj, you, you don't follow the rundown Twitter, do you, buddy? And I, I hate to tell you this on air. I'm going to blindside you. You're getting smacked without knowing it's coming. They delayed the release oh, for a year. You gotta Woj. be kidding me. No, nah, I'm dead serious. I hate to tell oh, you this. No. I hate to ruin your hopes and dreams on air, but it's it came out. We tweeted about it, Woj, 2024. I'm just gonna go in the hibernation, tell them that's just ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Some good games last week, while some uh, interesting ones. Oregon State ended up beating Oregon 38 to 34. Uh, I didn't watch most of the game um, because I was sleeping. Um, early, uh, I did wake up and watch some of the Washington, Washington state game, but that, that ended up turning into a shit show in the second half, but yeah, Oregon state ended up taking down Oregon. 
They did. And I mean, it's, it's that, what do they call it? The backyard bowl? Is that what they call it? Woj? I'm yeah, not, I'm not backyard, a, backyard brawl, isn't it? Backyard brawl. That might be what it is. Woj. that might be what it is. And you know what, in those rivalry games, I think we talked about it last week or I did, at least if I didn't, I was thinking in my head, you got to be careful with a rivalry game like that. You never know who's going to win. It doesn't matter as much the teams because there's just a little more oomph with those rivalry games. And you know what, that Oregon team, they're a good football team, but Hey, they lost the game, but they lost to another good football team. Oregon State only has three losses on the season. They played some good football this year, Woj. Uh, they did, uh, and they didn't have that marquee win versus a really good program, and now they do against Oregon. So uh, kept Oregon out of the Pac-12 championship. We'll have Utah and USC in that one. Uh, also, another big one is coming. This didn't matter as far as the ACC championship, but South Carolina did beat Clemson by one point uh, on a field goal in the fourth uh, to win 31 to 30. Uh, Rattler looked pretty bad in the first half, but ended up coming back in the second half, throwing two TDs. So, uh, yeah, uh, interesting there going into this North Carolina team, who technically I think is better than South Carolina wall. Yeah, it's going to be a tough road for, you know, Clemson there because I, I agree with you. They, they lost to an inferior team last week in the southern part of that state. Now they go to play the northern part of that state, North Carolina, this week. So we'll see what comes of that. But, I mean, I, you got to applaud that scheduling because you don't see that cross-conference, you know, scheduling this late in the yeah. year yeah. ever, really. So I, I applaud Clemson for scheduling that game. But, you know, we saw – a mid-tier SEC team and what they did to the top-tier ACC team. And, you know, I, I think that speaks a lot to where those conferences are. Yeah, TCU took care of business 62-14. to 14. Kansas State also took care of business, so those two will be in the uh, Big 12 championship game. LSU couldn't hold on and beat out Texas A&M, who won 38-23. to 23. Uh, That's got to be a little scary going into a game against Georgia Wall, knowing that you just lost that game. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in that position, but you know, every week brings a new week, new opportunity. Yeah. And I I think that jogged a little position there too. I don't think we get two sec teams for sure now. And in the, in the playoffs. So that that'll be interesting to see how that works out, especially if TCU wins and say USC wins uh, what that does to the playoff. Uh, But Michigan, took care of business against the Ohio state Buckeyes 45 to 23 honestly didn't even look like a football game in terms of it just wasn't close. I, I Ohio state's defense couldn't handle their secondary was terrible and they couldn't stop the run, got multiple big runs. I, I don't know that the second level of Ohio state's D is, is in shambles. Well, it is in the, if you, we talked about it. I did at the beginning of the season, Woj, in our preview episodes. I said, I thought Michigan's offensive line was the best in the country. I'm not sure if you remember that. And I still, yeah. I still think that they probably are, but that really helps a football team. And you said they got torched in the secondary. That's because they were so worried about up front. I mean, Blake Coram, Woj, the, the best player on this Michigan football team, he, he didn't even really play, right? So not only did Michigan handle Ohio State, they handled them without their best weapon. You know, he, I don't, he played a couple snaps, I think. Edwards came in, the running back, second string. He was injured himself, a little banged up on his hand, I think it was. He still ran over this Ohio State football team, which led to those opportunities going deep for Mr. J.J. McCarthy. And you're right, this wasn't really a football game. You know, Ohio State, they just, you know, they couldn't run the football themselves, so they lacked the two things. I'm always preaching, you know, you got to have a good D and you got to have a good run game. Ohio State had neither of those in that game, I thought, Woj. Yeah, uh, Edwards, 22 carries for 216 yards and two TDs. That was a, an impressive bout 
uh, I'm glad that he is on my fantasy team um, for next year. <laughs> hey, well, come on now. We can't just say that. Hey, actually, for the rest of this episode, I want you to address me as the first gentleman of the scrapbook. Oh, that's Classic. true. Yes, Lizzie, Lizzie Wall, the uh, your your better half there, won a, won our league wall. Yeah, year-long fantasy league. She took the pie, took down the man, Mr. C. Ruiz. I was so happy. But again, this household is now retaining that championship. So you bring Mr. Blake Corum or Mr. Edwards next year. Let's see what happens, Woj. Yeah, big week for Lizzie altogether. I know her being a Purdue grad, uh, Purdue and the Big Ten Championship playing the Michigan Wolverines. Well, it's going to be an exciting week over there. Incredibly. It's going to be a great week, and we'll probably talk about that game, Woj. But also, Purdue jumped like... 19 spots in college basketball. Now they're top five in college basketball. So yeah, great week for her. Yeah. But just big 10 basketball in general is uh, uh, there's been big wins all over Michigan states, won big games. Yeah. It's exciting. I, I know uh, Iowa beat Clemson the other day. So that was exciting, but uh, well, this isn't a basketball podcast. Let's get to the games this week. Let's get to the champ game. Well, Friday, we started off at the pac 12. That's Utah versus USC. Hey, Utah's the dog. I mean, it's not really surprising, but they're getting a full field goal over under 67, USC minus 150, Woj. This game played out earlier in the year. Utah won that football game. They are now a dog. Things changed throughout the year. Plus, that game was at home. So where are you laying your money in this one, Woj? I think, well, I'll say this. I, I know USC is a better offensive team. For sure. Utah has been so good at controlling those teams like, say, Oregon, for instance. Um, Cam Rising is uh, he just doesn't have that spark that I, I would expect. He, he's their tip in that game when they played USC. He or uh, they he was their number one rusher and obviously passer. But I, I think I think Utah is going to have to have an insane game in order to an insane offensive game in order to beat USC. USC's defense isn't very good, but I think they're just going to have to out try to outscore USC because uh, USC, no matter what, Utah or not, they're going to score touchdowns. Well, I mean, Williams had, uh, Caleb Williams had five touchdowns versus him last time. So uh, again, this is going to be an interesting one to watch. I think USC gets the edge here. I just don't think Utah has uh, what's left, what's needed in the tank in the second half in order to get this done. It is a championship game, though, Woj. And USC, they, I don't know why, and it, take it for what you, what you will, maybe with a grain of salt, they, they lose games at the end of the year when they shouldn't. And this is their last opportunity to fulfill their destiny of losing games at the end of the year. So I don't know. I like Utah as a football team. I, USC is not my favorite football team. Obviously, Lincoln Riley has done phenomenal since coming over there. He brought Mr. Williams, you mentioned, with him, which, you know, that helped a lot. Last week, Utah just demolished you know, Colorado 63 to 21. Well, that wasn't a football game. No one really expected it. USC beat Notre Dame 38, 27. You know, they'd lost four in a row to Notre Dame. Well, in that, in that big rivalry, I don't know if you even realized that, but USC had lost four years in a row to Notre Dame. So they finally got their win and, you know, redeemed themselves. Still got that hope at the uh, playoff chance. Yeah, they, they do. I think that's going to be, a big thing too. I don't think if Utah were to win this game, they would be in the playoff. But uh, I nah. could be wrong. I don't. I'm not sure how <laughs> the, the playoff committee's done crazier things before. But yeah, I think USC is the Pac-12's hope here. If they win, uh, I think they're in as well. Uh, again, depending on what happens with TCU and and other things. But I, I think uh, with Ohio State losing as bad as they did, um, and with LSU losing. 
um, and Alabama having a couple losses. I, I think this is in t- Tennessee having a couple losses. I think this is a uh, a queen sweep here for just champions to get into the uh, college football playoff, which would be refreshing. Well, we get it's going to bring a lot if these. Uh, for example, if USC loses, if Georgia loses, if Michigan loses, the, yeah, the yeah, playoff yeah, committee—they're yeah. always preaching about how important that conference championship is, right, Woj? Well, yeah. let's see what happens when these teams lose their conference championship, how important it is because things really get jumbled. I, I don't know. I don't think that I, – I, I stay away from this game completely as far as betting, but I, I, I think that USC is a good football team. I think they need to control time of possession in order to win this. They did that against Notre Dame. They had 35 minutes of possession versus Notre Dame's 24 minutes. You know, I, I think that they do probably come away with a win, but my, I'll be cheering for Utah in the back of my head for sure. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. All right, next game, Wall, our uh, our Saturday slate here. We got K-State at TCU. And the ats, these are all neutral sites, but Kansas State is uh, going to be the visitors to TCU in the Big 12 championship game. This one is probably the most intriguing out of all of them, Wall. I think, I think this is the tightest one, and the odds makers are agreeing with me on that one. They sure are. Kansas State plus two and a half over under a 62 Kansas state plus plus one ten. If you want to take them to win straight up. And like you said, this game is at a quote unquote neutral site there in AT&T stadium <laughs> in Texas. So <laughs> neutral site, Woj, neutral site. I don't know. They both teams will probably travel well, especially for a game of this caliber, but the, who plays quarterback for Kansas state this week? Woj? Do we know? Do we know? I don't know. Uh, it's probably Will Howard again. I'm going to imagine because there has been no word. The thing about it is, is even though Will Howard did get his first start in that TCU game when they did lose earlier in the season, he's done fairly well. He's only had two interceptions to 15 touchdowns in the what, what one, two, three, four, five games he's played. So uh, he's done a decent job. Obviously, he's not Adrian Martinez, who was a Heisman hopeful until he got hurt. Um, but again, I think Will Howard is doing what he needs to do to get things done. TCU is a different beast though, all, all together. They are. And I, I agree with you that Howard has been stepping up. So even with a, you know, somewhat healthy Martinez, whether he plays or not is a question mark. I, you said that he was playing well, and I agree with you. And last week, probably you'd say that, yeah, he played well. He played a good game, but you know his completion percentage was barely over 50%. He missed a couple passes that you wouldn't expect a good quarterback to miss. So that worries me a little bit with Kansas State. I, I know that they're not a team that relies on their quarterback 100%. They play a lot of, you know, they're a well-coached football team. They play a lot of good special teams, good defense, and good offense, which, you know, if a defense is going to stop this TCU football team in the Big 12, I think Kansas State is the one that maybe does it. You know, that number four scoring team in the nation, TCU. We'll see what comes of it, Woj. It is a tight game. It's going to be a good football game. Like you said, the lines makers are predicting that too. So I'm excited to tune into this one. Yeah, uh, I do think TCU has the edge with the edge makers agree with as well. If Adrian Martinez gets back into this game, though, I don't know, Wall. Kansas State is going to be a threat. I think that, I think that the odds makers flip those odds if uh if uh adrian martinez is playing this game to be 100 percent honest that's that's a bold statement there's been a lot of people trying to fade tcu throughout the season i haven't been the biggest fan of tcu i don't know that i've actually faded them though um i don't know that they can flip to the favorite Woj. we will see and just we're recording this on monday so people when they listen to this you guys are going to have a lot more information about the current line than we do right now 
I don't know that they can flip to that favorite, which especially an undefeated football team, someone like me, you know, you don't really bet against an undefeated football team this late in the season. It's, it's a tough thing to do. Yeah, that is very true. Very true. Undefeated looking for their playoff berth, uh, first playoff berth other than an Oklahoma team in the big, big 12 in a while. Well, I, I don't know how many years that's been, but uh, <laughs> I'd have to look back, but that'd be kind of cool to see and good for the big 12, I guess, uh, for a, a conference that's kind of slipping away with two of their big time teams leaving shortly to the next conference we're going to talk about SCC. Uh, we have LSU playing Georgia. This one isn't going to be close, is it, Wall? <laughs> well, I hope not, but Georgia does this thing where they just play outstanding football, you know, for 13 games, 12, 13 games, and then they lose the conference championship. Boach. So you, yeah, you never yeah. know. I, I will say this, this SEC championship game, it's, it's the most meaningless game on the slate, right? <laughs> yeah. if, if Georgia loses, if, if Georgia loses, there's, it would be unbelievable if the playoff committee kept Georgia out for losing this one football game. And if LSU wins, there's absolutely no way after that game you mentioned last week, there's no way that LSU should be getting in to the college football playoffs. I mean, you watched that game, right? Woj, the LSU A&M game. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it was incredible. LSU could not tackle Mr. A chain, a man we H- talked about on this podcast a number of times, just ran him over Woj. He did. And uh, McIntosh is going to do that next week, Wall, and he's got a better line to do it with. So <laughs> I don't think anything's <laughs> going to change here. LSU has a, has a knack for beat, or losing the teams they shouldn't lose to, though, and then beating teams they, they shouldn't beat. So maybe it's closer. It's 17, though. I, I don't know. I would never bet against Georgia at this, at this stage in the game, especially in a big game like this, Wall. But no, 17 I'm- for a championship <laughs> game? I'm 100 on your side, and I might not actually end up taking a bet at all this week, to be honest with you. But there's no reason at this point to bet against Georgia. You want to put a flyer on LSU to win it on the money line? Maybe go ahead and do that. But you know what's what's the point in betting against this hot Georgia team? Just you're expecting that you know the past is prologue and they're going to lose the championship game. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, yeah. I'm not betting against an undefeated SEC team. I've tried to do that before back in the Bama <laughs> days, and it's never worked out. So uh, <laughs> we'll go along with that. Next big one is a big one. It's the Big Ten. Uh, you got Purdue uh, in Michigan playing at 7 p.m. on Fox. While this one isn't as big, but it's still pretty big. It's 16. It is. It's, it's, it's right up there. I mean, you're talking about the two best teams in the SEC. Well, I should say the best team in the SEC and the best team in the Big Ten, and they're they're given some points, and for good reason. They've both been dominant in their conference. Michigan, we finally found out last week. Georgia, we've seen it all year. But this game, Woj, over under a 51 and a half. You want to bet Purdue to get that crazy upset? Plus 550. You're making 550 for a hundo bet, for a buck bet, Woj. Is that what you're doing this weekend? You're putting that buck on Purdue to get that 550? Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You got to put some money on Purdue here. Uh, they're just one of those teams that can try to take advantage of the things that Michigan hasn't necessarily been good at, but did just show they were really good at it against Ohio State. And that is the secondary play. But if there's a team to do it, it's going to be Purdue. They have had those games where they've just been unstoppable on offense, and they've had games where they won. Uh, the thing about it is, is they're more one-dimensional than people think. They are a heavy pass team. Uh, they do have really good receivers, one being Charlie Jones, who used to be an Iowa Iowa guy. Um, overall, quarterback-wise, I, I think this goes in Purdue's favor. But 
and we just talked about this before we got on air wall McNamara is in the transfer portal as a graduate transfer wall. <laughs> it, that's crazy. Well, it's a Monday as we're recording this. I, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. What, why that I get, I guess, personally, why he did it because he's probably out there for the money. I don't know for sure, but it's the only thing that would make sense, but it's gotta hurt that Michigan morale to hear that in the news, you know, all week. I, I don't know how a team can handle that. And we're talking about transfer portal. You mentioned Charlie Jones. How about this, Woj? Charlie Jones might have been the best transfer portal pickup in the nation this year. Uh, yeah. Very, I mean, Caleb Williams good. maybe is the best. I, I, he's probably the best as far as pickup. But then Charlie Jones is right there. If Let me pose you this question. If Purdue did not pick up Charlie Jones from our Iowa Hawkeyes this year, are they in the Big Ten Championship this week, Woj? Yes, there is. What? No, the answer is no. Which I led yeah. you. I, 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 I flipped it up there. You know, I tossed it up there with a softball. The answer is no. Which Mr. Charlie Jones is Purdue football team. He gives Aiden O'Connell a great target. And that's kind of why I like Purdue in this game. I don't, again, I'm not going to bet it, but the reason I think they have a good chance is because they have Aiden O'Connell, a six year quarterback, Woj, over 3,000 yards passing. And he has that Charlie Jones weapon. You know, we'll, we'll see. I, I just, I don't think they get in this championship without Charlie Jones this year. No, I don't think Purdue does. I don't, I don't, I think Iowa does have a chance if they have Charlie Jones, possibly. It depends on if their quarterback can ever throw the ball in their general direction. But um, the thing about it is, is like you said, Charlie Jones, Caleb Williams is obviously different in, in Jordan Addison's probably one of those two uh, as well as a great pickup as well. But the thing about it is at the end of the day, Charlie Jones has more targets and more receptions than Jordan Addison. Um, and more touchdowns, I believe. So, uh, yeah, he's one of the best, if not the best, as far as statistics go, wide receivers in the nation, uh, which is surprising uh, coming from a, a team where he barely got the ball at all anyways. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they've they've worked around it. They've they produced, done some great things. Uh, O'Connell's thrown 11 interceptions, but he's got 22 TDs. So, uh, yeah, may not be the most accurate a passer but he still tries to give his receivers a chance at the ball which is nice um 16 a lot um and i know michigan destroyed was iowa last year in the in the game and it was it was a very lopsided game but purdue can score some points and i think they will so we'll see how it goes uh interested to see what maybe a first half line would look like on this one well i don't have it up right now but Maybe that would be a, a pretty cool thing to go if you uh, bet Purdue in the first half to cover it. You're talking about, oh, betting Purdue in the first half. Thinking yeah. they come out hot? Well, do you think well, they come yeah, out hot? Think, thinking they come out hot, you know, Michigan just playing hardball football where they're just trying to have clock management. Nah, maybe they keep it tight enough to, to keep that spread, uh, spread tight enough. Hey, I don't mind that. Right now it's sitting at plus eight and a half if you want Purdue on the spread. You want them on that money line plus 390 yet. Moneyline bet's not bad. You got to remember too, Woj, they're going to, for this game, it's at Lucas Oil Stadium, which is a big and big 10 fans. We're very familiar with that stadium. This is a stadium that seats 70,000 only, Woj. It's an NFL stadium, so it doesn't seat very many people because there's not very many fans of NFL teams. But you got to remember this Michigan team last week, they're playing an Ohio State football team at the Horseshoe. There are 105,000 people there, Woj. Yeah. You're, you're talking about 35,000 less people there to cheer him on. So maybe that energy is not there in that first half. So, you know, I, I don't mind that bet that you're saying, Woj. maybe I'll look to do that. Maybe that'll be the one thing I throw down this week on the behalf of Matthew Woj.
<laughs> All right, there. You've had it. You've, <laughs> you've had my pick them for the week. All right, uh, moving on, though, we have uh, the last uh, Power Five here, the ACC. Uh, you have Clemson uh, taking on North Carolina. That's at, also at 7 p.m. on ABC Wall. Hey, Clemson coming off that loss. We mentioned it, right, Woj? We lost that SEC football team mid-tier South Carolina. I mentioned they're going to the north side of the state now, Woj. Clemson minus seven and a half favored in this one over and under of 63 and a half. UNC plus 245. One word to say, Woj. Said at the beginning of the season, I win at you. I win at Mr. Story. And the reason I did for this North Carolina team, the reason I was backing these guys, Mr. Mac, Mac Brown, Brown, Woj. You oh, know Mac it. Brown, You're saying yeah, it to Mac yourself. Brown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's good. He's a good coach. Uh, the problem with North Carolina is just like Clemson, I lost in the game last week. They also lost to a team in Clemson's uh, division, NC State. And they also lost to Georgia Tech the week before that. So they're coming off back-to-back losses after their slinging, gunslinging show against Wake Forest uh, three weeks ago. But yeah, if there was ever a game where I would pick the underdog straight up, uh, this would be it. Uh, I know I just said I'd pick Purdue, but that was that was just a dollar bet. If I was ever to put significant money on anything, it would be North Carolina. Clemson's still a good team, but North Carolina, man, they can put some points on the board. They have an awesome quarterback. They have awesome receivers. So if if there was ever one of these games where you're going to pick the underdog to win here, uh, I think or a heavy underdog to win, I would think North Carolina would be it. Well. Yeah, 245. That's sexy money. I don't know that I'll do it. I mean, I'll probably say right here, I probably won't unless that line moves significantly in my favor. But you get if to just sum it up, you kind of mentioned it. UNC has that great offense, right? Well, the, the problem is they don't have a great defense or good defense for that matter. And then you look at the Clemson side of the ball, they got a good offense and they got a good defense. So, you know, when you put those two variables together, I, I don't know that I would take your side and UNC putting a lot of money on it. I, I think I might actually take Clemson on this one if I had to. Um, but unless that line moves a lot, I wouldn't do anything with this game period. Yeah. Uh, Drake may is good. Uh, the over is a little high for what I think. I think if, uh, if you're betting UNC, you bet the over, if you're not going to bet UNC, you bet the under in my eyes, yeah, yeah. just an alternative bet there. Um, but overall the championship games, I feel like there's some good ones out there to watch. Obviously the Georgia LSU, I really don't care about. I'm going to be eyes on Purdue. Cause I want to watch them. I want to see UNC do good. So I'm going to watch them and the K state TCU game. That's going to be a barn burner wall. I think it will be. And then, Hey, don't forget about that Mac baby. Don't forget about that Mac Toledo. <laughs> Ohio. Mac. Yeah, we, Toledo. We, we didn't talk about it. It's close to a pick them right now. You got Toledo as the favorite minus one and a half, which might move to pick them by end of the, end of the week but you know you got coastal carolina too troy i know we got some coastal carolina fans in the rundown nation that listen to this they're getting 10 and a half i bet you those fans are going to be taking coastal yeah i bet they're taking coastal but after that james <laughs> madison game last week well i'm 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 kind of liking troy here to even cover that uh sorry coastal fans but <laughs> yeah uh, that's just my two cents there they're they haven't played very good without mccall at back at quarterback um, and yeah, James Madison, uh, and gave them a show last week. And some people pick some of their players in our DraftKings team, like the quarterback I talked about, uh, there was a couple people and he did really well. So 
in the AP poll, James Madison, after that win, got some votes again, Woj. And I don't know if you saw this. Minnesota got a vote for the top 20. I don't know who that one person is, but they got a vote for the top 25. That Minnesota Gophers, big win against Wisconsin. Somebody liked it from the AP poll. Yeah. God bless that fella. Row yeah, the boat. God bless. You just got to row fella. the boat harder by yourself. <laughs> it was probably PJ Fleck. He somehow got a vote in there. I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, we will do a captain showdown like we did last week, Wall or last year uh i don't know what game it's going to be probably we'll do the, the well it's probably going to be either the uh friday game the usc tcu or uh, utah game or the tcu kansas state game because those are going to be probably the two most intriguing as far as just overall players to pick i think we did big 10 game last year obviously that's not the greatest you're you're looking for a kicker on purdue at that point uh, <laughs> but we'll do a captain showdown with one of those two games they don't have the games up yet i'm hoping they have both of those available uh if not just pick the game you'll see it go live on the thing it's kind of just our fun week uh with the captain showdown well hey i think did i win it last last year uh, i think you did who did, I did you i can't remember who you picked for your captain thomas I picked, thomas okay t- okay yeah i yeah. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember who I picked as my my captain pick, but the, it's an interesting, different kind of way to bet. bet. I, I've done, haven't done much, but it, they're fun. They're definitely fun. Yeah. Well, I, I hope I can beat you, Woj, because uh, the pick em did not go so well for me this year. Oh. I, I hate to say it, Woj. You beat me this year. I did six, five and one. And I slipped my last couple of weeks there. And uh, you, uh, you finished at five and eight also slipping the last couple of weeks there. We didn't have a very good end of the season there at all, but uh, uh, overall we started strong. I remember that. Yeah. And that's the start of the year is usually where we get them before they get those lines. You know, the algos get those lines intact, but still not a good season for me. Woj. I have to tip the hat to you. I'm not happy about it, but I have to tip the hat to you on this one. And you had a winning record, Woj, which, Hey, well done to you, sir. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for all the fans of the rundown. We will be uh, a couple things before we kind of uh, say our piece here. The bowl championship preview games we'll do just like we did last week. We'll have two year or last year. We'll have two, uh, two parts. So we'll divide the bowl games in half and we'll do two previews and probably have some guests on for those wall. Those should be coming out uh, next week should be our first one or the week after will be our first one. I know the bowl game start on the 16th, so they'll definitely be, be before that. Uh, and then while you have some SBI news coming out here where we're uh, going to do a uh, or you're going to have a, um, a bowl, uh, a bowl pick them. Absolutely. Woj. And I want to say that before we get into that, the bowl, the two episodes we do are by far the most listened to episodes. The Rundown Nation comes out and supports us yeah. when we do those. So make sure you guys check those out, and we are going to get some guests on there. But, yeah, we're working with SBI, sportsbettingintel.com, our partners over there. We're getting a college football pick them up Woj. Free to enter. Free to enter. The winner is going to take, take home a $100 gift card to Amazon. So you're getting a free buck bet. Maybe buy the lady something with that $100 that you would normally use the cash for. Take that cash. Put a buck bet, but it's going to be fun. Are you going to join? Because I, I, I have to have you join so we can go head to head, see who's better in this. I'm a hundred percent joined for those that don't know what a pick them is. It's you bet against us. You bet every game against the spread uh, either way. Um, and then the overall winner at the end is obviously the winner of the, uh, whoever got more right wall is the winner of the, of the pick them. Right. And I believe they're doing a confidence pool or a confidence pick them over there. So you, Wager your confidence points. The most confident being, you know, the game you think is going to have the best chance of covering the spread. You put the most points on and obviously the least points on the least confident. And then you add up those points and then 
We find a winner, Woj. And this year, it's going to be me, Woj. I've had bad luck, been doing horrible and everything else, but this I am going to take down. And me and you, we're going to have a little side action on who does better in this, I think. All right. All right. I lost my last straight up bet with you, so I, I'm not looking too, too confident on this one. Paul. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Rundown Nation, for all the support you've given us over the year. Again, you won't uh, you haven't heard the last of us for this year. We still have the uh, the bull pickums left uh, and the bull preview shows left, which are awesome. Those are the probably my favorite shows of the year. Uh, Wall, thank you for uh, for uh, co doing this with me all year. Yeah, thank you, Woj. Thank you for not wiping the floor with me too bad, although you took it to me, Woj. Not happy about it. We got a good weekend coming up, though. Get the beer and ruffles ready, baby. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram's college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on, is collegefootballrundown.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj. I'm Walt. And this was the College Football Rundown. We're out. <laughs>